keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, suck attach, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome, everybody, to Total Evan Marks. I'm your host, the King of Sad Style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain Woo event. Uh, that's the guy who's already mocking me is Scott Chaplin. What's up? Wearing a weather weather jacket yeah. and drinking a Diet Red Bull, which those two, I they think, They don't should... call it Diet Red Bull, dude. They call it sugar-free. <laughs> yeah, those two cancel each other out. You're like Alex Wright <laughs> adjacent <laughs> that jacket. It's like holding like a, like a box cutter and a Yahtzee board at the same time. Up, Scott, you've known him from Comedy Central Roast Battle. He's also, he does stuff all around the city. And I am excited. He's a former WB writer. He's he's launching Peter Rosenberg's no, new show on Complex. Open late with Peter Rosenberg launches four twelve next Thursday night ten p.m. Complex YouTube. Andrew Goldstein, everybody. Andrew, thank, you, thank you for coming here. Oh man, this is an honor. I love your podcast. Thank you, buddy. Happy to have you back in the city. It's good to be back. Uh, and as always, Showbiz Studios. Alex here, and check out uh, Running Late. So I'm doing all the uh, promo in the beginning of the show. Um, you guys want to get this going? Let's do it. Yeah, buddy. You moved out of New York, and then the fucking country went to pieces. I know it all. It was it was Trump basically got because of me. Yeah, absolutely. Dreamers got kicked out. That was, I mean, we we don't really talk about politics on that show, this show, but <laughs> hey, look, like, we don't really talk about the dreamers. Yeah, 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 only Tommy. Almost, no, mo- Amer- mostly people. Yeah, only Tommy <laughs> Rhodes fans. Is who I'm talking about? Most people listen to this podcast hate the dreamers. So <laughs> yeah. it is kind of weird with this podcast. I'm a pretty liberal guy, so it'll be like um, you know within reason. I'm not like uh, totally to the left, but it is kind of fun. This is like the first time like I've like people are starting to follow me on Twitter that it's like it's just like a guy holding an AR-15 and there's yeah. like there's like an eagle in the background eating a Jew, you know. It's, <laughs> Pro it's wrestling, sports entertainment brings us together. Well, yeah. it was like last night at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Kid Rock was like, I'm so excited. I, I want to <coughs> slam some Democrats. And then it cuts to like AJ Styles and Kurt Angle like laughing like way too <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of memes on and that. And uh, who, who, who was behind them? Gender, uh, Gender Mahal's Mahal. guys. And uh, those two and guys were just sitting like, there just sadly. Yeah, well, they're, just can- they're yeah. from Canada. They're like <laughs> Canadian Indians. They're, they're brown and not from here. They were like, uh, wait a second. They literally were behind Hillary in every speech. <laughs> um, all right, it's time for the town count. Top ten. Guys are bouncing around a little this week. It's the biggest wrestling week end of the year. It's my favorite time of year besides Halloween. Hell yeah, man. WrestleMania. Showcase of the Immortals. Number one. What do you guys think is the worst WrestleMania? I have a hot we'll take. Time. Okay. You have a hot take? Oh, so I have to go first because your take no, is the fucking to- hottest? <laughs> no, it's not really. You even- talk so badass for a guy wearing a fucking Listen, Street Fighter championship. That's three sizes yeah, dude, too small. I, I didn't know it was a video game, though. I just thought it was what we when you do out on the here, streets. dude. <laughs> by foot on the streets, I mean dodged bottles his dad threw at him. There, there are the typical... It's not really a hot take. There are the typical answers, but for me personally, the worst WrestleMania is uh, 90... Uh, 
I'm so bad with numbers, but the one after R- Rumble 92. And I say that because... So this is at WrestleMania 8. Yeah. That WrestleMania should have been Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair on the biggest stage of them all. Finally, the two, you right. know, the two icons meeting in their primes. That's when that match should have happened. But instead, Vince McMahon had to get all Vince McMahon-y and make it Hogan versus Sid Justice and Flair versus Macho Man. Now, look, we got Flair and Macho Man, which was a great match. Great match. But I look at that WrestleMania as the biggest disappointment of my wrestling fandom, which is we never got Hogan and Flair in their primes. We got it years later at Stupid Bash at the Beach and Road one, who cares? All that horse shit. So that's why I say that, to me, that's the worst WrestleMania because of what could have been. I mean, I don't disagree with that because it's, you know, like the like in WrestleMania, it's disappointment that's always the thing that gets you, you know? Yeah. Like, for me, and this isn't the worst WrestleMania, but if, if we're going to go by, like, the like I, I guess the matrix of, of, of what's the most disappointing WrestleMania, WrestleMania 26 is kind of disappointing. Like, if you watch it, you have Brett and Vince going against each other, but Brett's had oh, a fucking sad. stroke. So it's super sad. Yeah. And you, you just feel bad for him the whole fucking time because he can't take a bump. Mm-hmm. The Rey Mysterio-CM Punk match that was supposed to steal the show was done in, like... I mean, it it must have been like like four or five minutes. It was like six minutes or something like that. And Undertaker and Shawn Michaels just wasn't good as it wasn't as good as the last one. And you know, I thought Cena and Batista had awesome awesome promos, but back and forth, especially like when Batista went heel and was going like 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 dollar sign, dollar sign, fat girl, dollar sign. <laughs> but the thing that drove me nuts about that is that they both had like kind of clunky work styles similar to like warrior and hogan yeah. mm-hmm. but it was without that warrior and hogan mystique of two guys yeah. but that mystique could have been built up to be really mage but uh they never they never told that story quite correctly about mm-hmm. those two guys starting in developmental together coming up being the face of the two brands and then yeah. you know having this rivalry throughout their career it was it was told very half-assed they tried to do that with orton and lesnar two summer slams ago and it just didn't uh, ring as true, yeah. and also they they had Edge versus Jericho, which was supposed to kind of be a weird like dream, you know, the workers going against each other. But then it ended on a, I think it ended on a DQ. I don't even remember that. It ended on a DQ, and Jack Swagger had won the Money in the Bank that year, and then like two weeks later, Swagger cashed in on SmackDown and beat Jericho. A heel beat a heel for it. It was just really, and we all really remember Jack time. Swagger's championship run. Yeah, it was incredible, okay. but and like really WrestleMania twenty six, like really twenty five to twenty. Like people talk about like oh wrestling sucks nowadays. Like there was a time where the main event was fucking Sheamus versus Wade Barrett. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that that was rough, guys. And then I, ten years previous, the Crush year. You know, like Crush and yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think that's. I think most WrestleManias aren't very good. They just have. Great moments for mm-hmm. me. Thirty-two was the most disappointing. Was yeah, it, was that it the was first or Rain, second the year where of was, Reigns versus Triple H? Yeah, yes, that and, was very disappointing, and it was terrible. And it was you had the network this time, so they could go long, and they, it was like it was like eleven forty-five, and the match was still happening, and it was terrible. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. I don't think there's a single. Good match on the call. And you're in the modern era where WrestleMania is a six-hour event. Yes, So exactly. by the time you get to that match plus the runover, mm-hmm. you're like, I yeah. just want to go home. It was a, it was slow pace. There was a lot of like headlocks and shit. It was, it was terrible. Yeah. I, I can't think of a single match that was good on that page. Even they had the Intercontinental title match, uh, ladder match, and, and uh, Zack Ryder won it. Yeah, and then which what, was lost just it a the repeat. next night? Yeah. yeah. Did he lose it the next night? To yeah, the and a certain awesome Miz run, but... Yeah. No, it was super disappointing. 
Um, WrestleMania nine though is probably still the worst for me. I you know people say eleven's bad, but I went to eleven, so I had. Well, that's I went, I have like a weird I went to thirty. For that. A lot of people say thirty was bad. Thirty what, wasn't bad. No, was it or was it twenty nine? Well, twenty nine. Twenty nine. That's where I went. But you said nine. What was nine? Nine was uh, when uh, Hogan beat Yoko in like thirty seconds. Oh, yeah. the Bret Hart. With Bret Hart, yeah, yeah. It was Mr. Fuji. Hogan has a black eye because he was in like the parasailing. The Jeff, there's past, yeah, and, yeah. and I think Brutus the Barber Beefcake. That's where he like screwed his face up. Fucking yeah, his head. Well, it was a weird Hogan because it was Hogan. It was like vegan Hulk Hogan. He yeah, wasn't on he steroids was and he had a black eye. Yeah, I remember that. And WrestleMania two is is terrible as well, right? Yeah, two is bad. I think the ones that are that are considered, and I don't want to you know dwell on the negative guys, but that's the most fun shit to talk about in yeah. wrestling. We're all we're all bunch. I of, don't know. We're all a bunch of YouTube. For me, nostalgia wise, I could never say two. You know, those early WrestleManias were bad because yeah. that's when my fandom started. Was Right after one, before two. Uh, so Hogan Bundy was like my first, like, Which, holy crap. Bundy, if you want to look at like, he's one of the funnier shoot interviews. Oh, yeah. Because oh, he, he's one of the brought this guy. up before the Bundy shoot interviews. Are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't give a shit about the business. Yeah. So he's, and he's funny and he doesn't give a well, shit I'll about get, the business. You know, next year, WrestleMania is at MetLife, which is in New Jersey. Somet- sometimes they like to theme the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm hoping we get the like Canyon and Bundy and I sort hope of so too. The Jer- some of the Jersey people. But Bundy has said, so many inflammatory things. I don't know if they'll go but, there, but a Bundy Hall of Fame induction would be tremendous, especially if like Hogan inducted him or something. Well, Bundy had uh, one of the funniest lines ever. Where he said this about Bret Hart. He goes, "Hey, Bret, you know it's fake, right?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, but two is known as pretty bad. Four is known as pretty bad. Nine is known as pretty bad. I guess eight you can throw that in there. Eleven is known as pretty bad. Um. 16 is pretty bad. That's the one where it was WrestleMania 2000. And almost right. every single oh. match was like a four corners match or a tag team yeah. match. 27 is known as pretty bad. 25, besides the Taker Shawn Michaels match, isn't that great? But uh, either way, it doesn't matter. Like, like, like tomorrow, they could literally just like have a 45 fucking minute um, mixed tag match with no with with no crazy like you know kabuki gobbledygook to quote Bruce Pritchard where it's just a straight match that's terrible and I'll still be excited next year. Yeah, well, it, I don't the, give a shit. the whole weekend has become like a music festival. You know, there's yeah. so many adjacent events. Yeah, that like uh, a music festival for people who only listen to Puddle of Mud. Yes, or <laughs> Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's more about the whole. You know, experience. So if the matches are kind of like downgrade and you get that one good match, it's like going to a music festival and you're like, well, that one song by Foo Fighters was dope. Yeah, that was 29 for me. Punk Taker was worth it. That was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else was whoo. The the one thing, though, is I kind of wish like... If if I could drink again, the one week I think I would do it is is like WrestleMania in New Orleans. Yeah. Like I'm looking at, we have our friend, you know, Chenzo. He's like fucking in I bars, see you like pictures with yeah. dressed as Jimmy Hart. I said it when I walked in the door. It's the biggest FOMO weekend of the year if you're a wrestling fan and you're not there. Yeah, I mean, all my friend, all my friends are there. There's all these adjacent events. Food's that are great. Insane. The food's great. You walk on the street and you just see Abdullah the Butcher walking down the street, or like you know, <laughs> I, I ran into Arnie. And then it's New Orleans, so anyone's <laughs> Abdullah the Butcher. Last year at or last four years ago, at the last time they were in New Orleans, I'm walking down the street in my uh, you know those t-shirts that like list things, so, list iconic things. So my shirt was Rick Arn uh, Rick Arn Tully Ole. Yeah, and uh, I'm wearing it, and this woman and her son go, 
oh my god, that's dad. He she goes, look, he has dad's name on his shirt, and I go, what? He goes, yeah, Arn's my husband. My god, that's awesome. And I like took a picture with them, and like, the kids <laughs> pointing to his shirt. Like, Somebody remembers my dad. <laughs> that had so a- it's just dope. Like I remember running into Carlos Colon in Atlanta, just leaving WrestleMania. He was just walking on the street. Yeah, I remember this is at SummerSlam two years ago. I was staying in a hotel the first night I was here before I got my Airbnb. And uh, I went down to the gym, and it was fucking Braun on the elliptical. Wow. <laughs> and I just like, I just was, I wanted to take a picture. Of it. And he was like, "Nice beard, up. brother." Yeah. And then we we made out, <laughs> we rubbed our beards together. Wishes came out. Uh, yeah, I, I, he's like. Uh, this happened to me on a plane once as I was like, just watching like, clips of the Attitude Era, and this one dude came out, great head of hair, like older guy, but still a pretty handsome dude, and he goes, hey, you're watching my son. And I'm like, huh? And it was Chris Jericho's dad. Uh, and I didn't realize he used to be a ranger. I thought yeah, that was so yeah. fucking cool. Arn Anderson now, you look at pictures of Arn Anderson now, and you realize just how, like, as a fat guy, how hard it was. Because like, you look at him, like, around Four Horsemen, and you're like, oh, he's not that in shape. But you look at him now, and you're like, oh, this guy was, like, working out constantly yeah, yeah. just so he didn't become what he is now, which is every fat person in the Georgia Aquarium. <laughs> and he's the, the face of, like, he was, like, 25 at that time when we were when he was, like, in the Horsemen. Yeah. But he looked 47. He always looked 47. He's one of those guys who just always looks 47. Yeah. Number two. Is it time for Brock and Paul Heyman to leave after Sunday? Yes. Uh, Brock, yes. Paul, I mean, no. Brock's gone. Paul, no. Paul should never leave. Did you see Paul's introduction to Goldberg last no, night? No, was it good? It's fucking incredible. He should always have a microphone. Uh, yeah. I, I hope he works with Rousey, maybe. Yeah. I, th- I think he should turn on Lesnar tomorrow night. I mean, Lesnar's I've been gone. wanting that for two years. Like, turn, him, turn on him. You know, uh... Yeah, turn on Lesnar, go with Reigns, being like... That would be amazing if they're willing to do that with Reigns. Yeah. Do that. And then that gives me... Because uh, I don't think it should end the show because I think they're both going to get booed no matter what. Yeah. Uh, that's a way where I go, okay, that could end the show. I thought during yeah. uh, Lesnar-Goldberg, that storyline, they had a chance to do it because they could have been like... They could have had Paul be like, you you embarrassed me. Yeah. You know, I, I'm Paul Heyman. Great. People are Paul Heyman guys. Mm-hmm. I'm the shit. You're just my client. Would have been great. You embarrassed the shit out of me. I'm going with, you know, and then mm. whatever you do there. But they could do it here and put him with Reigns, but I don't think they need to. No, they don't need to. And, and also, I, I think there's going to be a big turn in the um, Daniel Bryan, Shane. Someone's turning. Match. Someone's turning. I heard that, yeah, that Shane's going to turn. I heard Shane might turn, and then Daniel might turn. I mean, either way, I think people are going to be pissed because this should be a really big moment for yeah. Brian. Well, and they should not have so it on much Smack. a storyline. They should have smacked. They should save it for the SmackDown after WrestleMania. Have Shane fucking turn on Daniel Bryan then. Well, yeah. that's the unfortunate part is Wrestle, there's no plot at WrestleMania anymore. They, WrestleMania is just a promotional device for the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. Yeah. And they're always sort of, better. That's always the, better. The paradigm has shifted. It used mm-hmm. to be, you know, TV set up the live events. Yeah. And then it became TV set up the pay-per-views. Now it's the pay-per-views set up the TV. It's like a crazy mixed up universe mania thir- the 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 raw after mania 32 was excellent that's where aj won the tournament to go yeah, f- yeah face roman yeah. reigns that was a great six months so, like finn balor got hot it was great uh i yeah i i, I brock's gotta leave and i guess he's gonna fight and how are they gonna what here's my thing is how are they gonna let fucking brock lesnar fight the ufc without without him using hgh <laughs> he's like Nearing 40 he, at this yeah, point. Yeah, his body is definitely different. If you look at, you know, next big thing, Brock Lesnar, and even Brock Lesnar when he first came back. I mean, his 
his lats are all of it. It's. I think they should be able doughing. to use HGH. He's so. just doughy now. Yeah, I think they should be able to use HGH. So I, that's you know, Bill I Simmons' whole shit. take is that you should be able to use HGH. Yeah, to repair your body. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand it. Also, it can't be any worse than fucking oxycotton, right? Or somas. Or somas. <laughs> yeah, they're always like they're always like. But if they could regulate HGH to a point, like okay, you're an athlete. Here's what you need. Don't we? We're not going to let you abuse it. Mm. But yeah. here's what you need to recover to wrestle 52 weeks out of the year or change their fucking schedule. When Jimmy Snuka killed his wife, it wasn't because of Selma's. He was drinking too much coconut milk. <laughs> he, he got that coconut shot in the head, that pineapple <laughs> shot. Pineapple shot. What was it? What did, he to, what did Roddy Piper hit him with? Was it coconut. pineapple or coconut? Coconut. coconut. Yeah. God, wrestling pineapple. is racist. Yeah. Number three, what would be the greatest surprise for Raw after WrestleMania? I want to I wanna tell all my listeners, this is the markiest topics I've ever done. Usually I have like some, but I'm so excited about Mania. Yeah, I'm yeah. just doing every single fucking... Like YouTube video that you're going to see about wrestling this week. <laughs> Number three. Number three. I think the big biggest surprise is who the GM will be. I think I think they're setting up both shows that they're going to do a, a sort of whitewash, get rid of all of the, the uh, authority figures and get new ones. The rumor is that Jeff Jarrett will be. Yeah, that's later. we have that later on. Sorry, but, yeah. Sorry no, to okay. jump it's, topic. It's, it's Jarrett, point. which I think will be good, but it'll be very TNA adjacent because they'll have like AJ Styles and you'll have Jeff Jarrett yeah, on the Bobby same Rude. Bobby Roode will be there. I don't know why you, they you put choose Joe on there, you're you're, yeah. you know, you're halfway to the aces and eights. But uh, <laughs> on Raw, you know, it'd be. I mean, I'm a Hogan guy. I would love to see Hogan come back and be the GM. So here's First the problem. Here's the problem. Apologies to the problem apologies with, a new with day. having Hogan on the Raw after Mania. Is that crowd duh, is fucking wild, yeah. and it's about the crowd that night. And there's no doubt there would be a you're a racist chant. <laughs> Just no, for, there would. Just for irony, dude. in in fucking Louisiana, crowd, it's yeah, but it's a bunch yeah, of but it's all in. It's but all nobody that traveled dude, into Louisiana. Dude, I guarantee you, it would be all dude, the white. I went all the to white the guys Raw after cheap. Mania 29. Was, there was a Crispin Washington. <laughs> there are no rules. Yeah, he's right. I'll say this though: it works sil- syllabically. You're a racist. Perfect. It, it yeah, does. perfect. But I love Hulkster. I would love that. I, I think I don't yeah. think it's right. you're a racist. We're a racist too. It goes the opposite. Kofi Kingston comes out and you're like, you're an N word. Like, wait, what? Wait, no, wait a second. second. Went the other way. <laughs> but I think the biggest surprise will be uh, authority figures. Which you know, if you read Mike Lawrence's hilarious WrestleMania predictions, it's like, please get rid of uh, authority figures. That was cool. No, it's it's true. Mike is right about that. He is right. Yes. Um, uh, that particular post. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I, Mike, Mike is totally true. But, <laughs> Mike's but I, probably going to watch it alone tomorrow, right? Is he just in L.A. without all of us? I have no idea. Uh, I think he's in L.A. Yeah, he's still in L.A. As somebody who's been in New York this whole, like, you know, the whole time, I look at L.A. as this, like, hotbed of wrestling fandom. There's a lot. I mean, is there's a lot of wrestling fans here. I think there's more wrestling fans in LA than than New York, yeah. for sure. But that's because they have PWG there, and yeah. and Ring of Honor comes to. I mean, um, New Japan comes to Long Beach, yeah. so I would I would I would say that that's, that's like, true. Like really cool fucking actors who are getting laid constantly are like posting about wrestling. wrestling. And I'm like, oh, they're taking a break. Like Zac Efron's taking a break from having all of the sex in the world. Zac Efron likes wrestling? I don't know. I'm just using him as an example. But yeah. like, you see, that's like, as an East Coaster, as well, like a New uh, Yorker, I, I guess look at the it. podcast, Skylar Aston is per- a perfect example of that. Yeah. You know, a fucking famous He's like in the JWO now. It's crazy. The JWO. I'm, I'm the like East Coast president. 
<laughs> no, you got to be living in L.A. to be JWO, man. No, we're JWO I'm sorry, East man. Coast. Uh, I, I, I found it funny because Andre Premier, there was like, uh, I don't know if I talked about this last week, but Hogan was staring, like, like Hogan was talking to Triple H and it looked like a stare down. Oh, yeah. Like there, but I, I realize it's just because that's how Triple H looks now. He has so much, like he's not aged from the neck down, but from the neck yeah. up, he's, and he's 150 got the, yeah. He's got the old. back of the head wrinkle uh, rolls. Yeah, he's like one of those dogs. Yeah. Kamala. I don't know dogs. Oh, Sharpay? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, he does look like a Sharpay, him and Hogan. <laughs> Uh, number four, will AJ Styles versus Nakamura live up to the hype? Depends on if they give him the time. I think the for the twenty percent of the crowd that are like nerd smart marks, mm-hmm. it's Do you, you it's, don't give a it shit. It will be right? nothing but a disappointment. You live in kayfabe. I try to. So, so do you? Do you not care about AJ Styles and Nakamura? No, I love AJ Styles. I think WWE hasn't done bupkis. With Nakamura to get him over, no, they right? Haven't. With their with their fan base, like the nerds care about him, but the fans don't care about him, and so that match I think is going to disappoint, just because a it won't be as cool for the nerds uh, as the New Japan match, and for the regular wrestling fans, I don't think they give a shit. They like AJ, they don't like Nakamura. What do you think the best match of the night's going to be? Uh. I love the I like the Intercontinental match. Yeah, I, think that's, I, 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 think, I think that steals the show. I think it could steal the show for sure. Um, I'm hoping Nakamura AJ steals the show, but yeah, I think it's a matter of time. And if I mean they, a, they need like 40 minutes to steal on the show. a WWE I, I, stage, that match will never be what it was in New Japan. But I'll say about the Intercontinental. No. Look at the three people in there. You have the Miz, who's pound for pound the best sports entertainer in the business right now. In terms of every uh, everything across the board, uh, like, yeah, personality, yeah. persona, all of it, and then you have Rollins, who's insanely good, and you have Balor, who's on the come up. You know, they're probably rebuilding him towards the uh, Universal Title. You think Balor wins? I think Balor wins. Yeah, I think Balor wins. We've already seen Intercontinental Champion Rollins, Intercontinental yeah. Champion uh, Miz. Have we seen an IC Champion with Rollins? Do you think we see the Demon? Mm, I I think I would take away from the match, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I hope not. Yeah, yeah, I hope not. Yeah, we just had Rollins as the IC champ. Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. I thought that... No, that was Reigns, right? But before... Rollins had it, though, before that. Did he? I thought he, he was ahead of US title. Huh? They've all just been back and forth with the Miz, taking the title, giving it back to him. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. Miz goes away because his wife just had a baby, I think. He'll go away for a little bit. For a minute. Spend time with a kid. Jeff Jarrett shouted him out last night. He said he's doing the title proud, which was a really cool moment. Because I don't I don't even think he gets enough credit as yeah. a wrestler. Because Jeff a, really he's a good did. Wrestler. He's very good at wrestling. I actually like Jarrett as an IC champion. Like, the first time when he was doing the double J. Not like the, whatever, slap nuts bullshit he right. was doing. Well, you mean with all the suspenders? <laughs> yeah, like that. I didn't and then like vis- that. Viscera then stole his outfit. Right, right, right. <laughs> right after that. Uh, number five, what's the worst thing that Cena and Taker could do instead of a match on Sunday? And does Cena care more about wrestling or blockers doing well? He should care more about blockers doing well. <laughs> he absolutely he should. should. And he will. He does. He better, yes. Yeah. Which is apparently it's a great movie. I heard it's great. I heard it's very funny. I heard it's really yeah, I heard funny. it's great, too, a buddy. I'm excited. Um, but I don't think they're having a match. I don't think they're having yeah. a match tomorrow. I have a way. I have an idea of how this will Go down if you guys want to hear it. Yes, I think um, just being you know being backstage. I mean, it's twelve years ago, but just the little things you learn is they wouldn't dangle the carrot if it wasn't going to happen. 
A, in terms of them colliding, and also they wouldn't dangle the idea of, I'm going to go there as just a fan, right? He keeps saying that. I'm cool to go there just as a fan. He, he just keeps pounding that into our heads, conditioning us. I think he comes out, does that rah-rah rock spot where he comes down and just talks in the middle of the ring being like, I told you I was cool being a fan. Here's my ticket. I'm here. I'm proud to be a part of the WWE universe. I'm going to take my seat. I'm going to love every minute of, the, of this. The whole rah-rah promo. And then Gong lights out, lights back up, take her in the ring. And either he just chokes it, choke slams Cena, fist in the air, rides off into the sunset, one la- basically getting his heat back from all his his past losses go out on a high note in your final, final last WrestleMania, or they have some kind of impromptu match right there. I think they're going to have to have a match. People are going to boo. Yeah. Well, and and so that's the thing. No, people will cheer if it's just a huge choke slam and a tombstone. Yeah. But once they realize they're not getting the match, I think they're going to have an issue with it. Kid Rock, do you think, I do think they're going to have a match. I don't think it's, I would, I would, I would like to think because Kid Rock, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also like some people don't know about American Badass Undertaker, so they're gonna, you know, a lot of kids don't. So I've been telling this story. He's gonna come out on a motorcycle. People are gonna be like, "What? What? Why does he have a bandana? Why does he have a gang bandana?" I've been telling this story a lot this week. But when I was (laughs) when I was on creative, one of the days we were waiting for hours and hours and hours for vince to show up for our uh you know by the way i hear that's a nightmare place to work for yes we can get into that later but uh you just wait for hours and hours and hours on a wednesday for vince to show up you just sit around the table and this is pre like everyone had the internet at their disposal we didn't have like major cell phones whatever and so we were just sitting there and we would shoot the shit and the topic of the undertaker got brought up and then it transitioned into american badass undertaker and i was a new writer i don't know shit from politics so i was just like i love american badass undertaker he was like a human being and like talking and making sense and cutting like promos that like you know he was like a normal person. He rode a motorcycle. He came down to contemporary music. I went on this whole thing, and Bruce Pritchard just was like, he was like, uh, kid, don't ever let the boss hear you say that. <laughs> How was it working with Bruce Pritchard? He was great. I mean, he was an asshole, but he was great. Yeah. I, I think Vince is, I mean, we've and heard he was it a checked million out times. at the time when I was there in 2006. He was like on his way out yeah. also. He would miss certain weeks. He had, yeah, it was a whole... What was, you know, let's just do it now. What was your highest point writing? I mean, you've probably talked about this already, but for our audience, what was the highest point you've had had working there and then the lowest point? The highest point was, like, where things like riding from, like, two, from one town to the next to the next with Dusty Roads, which was, oh like, my a God. fucking dream come true. I was, like, in a limo from Topeka to Wichita with Dusty Roads, <laughs> and just, like, asking him stories. And also, he was on... He was on my team. So every week I was like in a room listening to him sort of tell us where to go with different stories. So I would say working with Dusty, riding with Dusty, that whole getting to know him, obviously knowing that we didn't have too much time left with him was incredible. And then the lowest point, I mean, I got yelled at like an inch from my face by Vince over a London and Kendrick backstage vignette. What did he say? That, uh, so it was like a Halloween deal. And we were trying to see that uh, both of them were in love with Ashley Massaro, and so she walked in in her like costume with her tits pop, with her tits, you know, popping out. And yeah, they haven't brought her ba- back yet. Basically, barely went wearing any clothes, and both London and Kendrick did like a Scooby Doo, like adi 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 type thing. And we, it was like a take, but for SmackDown because it was live to tape, it wasn't live. It would air to the house, 
but and Vince would watch it, and then you'd either, then you you know it was dead man walking if you heard in your headphones go see Vince, which meant which meant you have to reshoot it. So you do that death march to Gorilla walk in. How he, what did he hate about it? And he takes his headphones off, and he and he looks at and he plays it back, and he goes. Um, that double take shit went out in the goddamn eighties. Go reshoot it, <laughs> but like an inch from my face, which is like pretty intimidating. And then I, I you know, I, uh, a story I've told many times. I got thrown into Bruce Pritchard as a rib threw me into a series, uh, a part of a series of vignettes at a pay per view where Regal was trying to track down Vito at the time. Vito was wearing a dress, yeah, and it was like a a bunch of misdirects where like. Vito would show up after, uh, you know, Regal was in the room where, you know, mm-hmm. and they would just keep missing each other like Scooby-Doo. And so I was pushing a hot dog cart full of condiments and everything. And I was supposed to, you know, Regal all flustered was supposed to like turn a corner and run right into the hot dog cart. And it was supposed to spill all over his suit and mustard and ketchup and relish and right. thing. But in it, he pulled me into it, and so we're he's we're rolling around on the ground covered in mustard and ketchup, and it was a rib by Bruce Pritchard because I was the messenger from Michael Hayes for the story, right? So I was like, we have to shoot this. He didn't like the story, so whatever. I got put into it. I only had one. I had no change of clothes, so I'm walking around the rest of the night in this suit. But when we shot it, we're, he, we're rolling around, and it's like egregious. Like he's doing it to get me dirty. And uh, at one point, when I felt like it was over, I just looked up at the camera like, okay, I think we're done. And Vince happened to be there physically and just lit into me. Never look at the camera. You work until somebody says stop and just like chewed my ass out. (laughs) And then the postscript to that story is my suit. Like I said, I had no change of clothes. My suit was completely soiled. I got like all of the chunks off of it, but I smelled. It was disgusting. I had to get back on his plane that night to go to the next city. And of course, my luck, the Undertaker was on the flight that night, which wrestlers were never on the flight. The Undertaker's there. So I walk on. I got this filthy, dirty suit. And he looks me up and down and he goes, boy, you're going to walk on this man's plane with looking like that. And I'm like, you know, uh, well, uh, sorry, sir. And he was like, just get in the back of the plane. Don't say a fucking word. Holy what the so fuck like, is wrong with these guys? Yeah, it was, I mean, you know. But, well, that, but then again, I'm like in a limo. Was with Undertaker ever Rose nice and, to you after that? No, I never had it. That was my only interaction with the guy. But, I mean, this paints a bad picture. It was a fucking blast. It was. But it's a political. It sounds like a nightmare. It's like, a political and it's a shark tank. It's an absolute shark tank. A shark tank where the stakes are so low. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not even like it's like it'd be one thing if it was getting like fucking Roseanne ratings or it was NFL yeah. football. But it's fucking The other thing, I was like twenty six. I I say all the time, if I got the job now, I'd fuck I'd kill it. I'd kill it because I know how to produce. I know how to talk to talent. Right. At the time, I was just a, I was coming off like my first writing. Well, somebody, somebody asked me, it's like, would shit. you like to? Would you to... ever like to write for him? And I say, yeah, absolutely not. You know, yeah. absolutely not. Because like wrestling for me is a is an honest to god escape. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it gets even with comedy now. When I watch comedy, you know, I still love comedy, but I, you're always like, if, if it works, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that worked. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, you're like, the oh, this kind of stinks. Seeing how the sausage is, made. yeah, you, yeah, you see how the sausage is made. I've not been fortunate. I've gotten a you know right on shows I, I I really like, and but like this is, but I I would never want to work for WWE just because it, I would ruin it would ruin the one fucking escape that I have. Yeah, I, the last thing I'll say is the 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 good spin, the silver lining of it all is that like you come out 
and you're you, you spend three months there, you spend eight months there, you spend four years there, you come out so knowledgeable. I mean, there's no way not to sop it all up. And so you come out, and now that the inter- internet explodes and the internet wrestling community and everybody's so fucking cool and it's like a brotherhood even though you've never met some people. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, this whole like 10-year span of doing podcasts and going on radio shows and, you know, being recognized by fucking nerds at pay-per-views, it's fun, man. It's it's like, it, and only because I spent eight months behind at, as a writer on WWE. So, like, I'm thankful for it. I have really great friends from that time. And uh, really great, really great stories to tell at the bar. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, I loved it. I just was too young for it. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Would you want to work there, Scott? Yeah, man, I'll take anything. Can <laughs> <This is> we? <what? laughs> <Can you laughs> I've literally watched like shitty independent shows, and I'm like, how do I get in these guys? Hey, if you're in, if you're in, New- I'm not lying. If you're in New York and in production long enough, they will reach out to you. Yeah. Every single person I know that it works in New York in in TV in some capacity. Do they need a butcher? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Scott. Scott Sosa, Besides being a hilarious comedian, he's a he's a butcher. Not good knife skills, butcher, dude. I'm, I I work at a slaughterhouse. I'm like like the janitor of a slaughterhouse. You made your like the janitor of a slaughterhouse. Vince Vince would hear that and make that your gimmick. Yeah, that'd be my that, gimmick. That's like As being a like, oh, Scott's a stripper. No man, I just I just scrub the cum stains <laughs> off the girls. That's worse. Off you've the had cows a worse butts. Uh, you've had a worse job. You made it worse. <laughs> Uh, number six. Well, we already did this. Jeff Jarrett is supposed to be SmackDown's new GM. Is there a better option? Well, what would your better J-E- option be for SmackDown? Double F J A Double R E Double T. What would your? He's a great. He's a great talker. He is. He's a he's great. great talker. Who do you think would be the best? He Smackdown? looks good. He doesn't look like shit. I mean, Pop. Angle is doing the worst job ever. Something yeah. happened to that guy. No, I know. I know, and I feel terrible for him. But but I don't get he it because he was so good on the mic. He was wrestling on the independents a month before I he know. got hired, and something, he was doing fine. If there's something in his speech that I don't know if it was because of the painkillers or the injuries or surgeries, but his voice He's is done. different. Dude, he can't remember shit. His promos are terrible. He was one of the best promos. Yeah. Ronda Rowdy, he called her on Monday. He he repeats things over and over. It's it's bad news. He's yeah. got to go. It's so funny. who would be your picks for Raw GM and SmackDown GM, Scott? I don't know because I don't want to go with a, like an old WCW guy. You know, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't want Sting showing up. Uh, I don't want a TNA guy. That's why I don't want Jarrett because it would just be TNA. GM. It'd be dope if Jarrett becomes the GM. You have all those dudes. You bring up EC3 and you just run Jared it. from Subway. Oh, yeah. Jarrett, and you oh. just run it so much better than they did. I it. think you get rid of the GM. You just go, hey, look, we're just gonna have wrestlers I say, be wrestlers. Yeah. You know who's out of work could use the work. OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> bring Hogan back on SmackDown. And OJ back on Raw, and yeah, then and it bounces and, out. Yeah, and then you have like a you build to, towards a WrestleMania match <laughs> between people, the, the people that white people and black people hate the most. Ron Funches <laughs> for Raw GM. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he would be good. He would be good if like I think Ron would be good if like if they the did it with Regal again. or something. You know, like my only thing is like with any comedy, Bob Barker. The, the thing about like if you're too funny, sometimes it's not great mm-hmm. when you're like like. I think the best the best celebrities for wrestling have been like Bob Barker and fucking Snooky and Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. You almost have to be like right in the middle. Well, you know, you can't be Obama. You have to be Bill Clinton. I you didn't, have to be right I didn't see the Hall of Fame. Did anybody like impress you? Like, whoa, they can actually talk. Like Bubba, they could bring Bubba in and he could be the GM. Watch the Bubba Devon thing. I mean, I'm sure people listening watched it. 
Bubba and Devon, let's say they talked for 30 minutes. The first 10 minutes is of, is them literally having a very awkward exchange where I feel like Devon felt genuinely disrespected by Bubba uh, <laughs> and by Edge and Christian in the introduction. Uh, and, and Devon was being like very playful, talking a lot. And Bubba was just like, you just say testify. And it was like, haha, okay. Oh. But I have a problem with you saying that. And then it was like, and then he was like, well, I'm a producer now. So why don't you back off? And he was like, yeah. And guess how many of the boys texted me when they find out you're the producer saying Devon's my producer, LOL. And he was like, oh, and it's just back. It's very wow. uncomfortable. And he was like. Dude, it's fucking it's it's awkward. How is, uh, Bubba's like a dick. How is Bubba's Road a dog? dick? Road dog was great. Yeah, uh, he'd I be a good GM. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's the head, is he the head writer right now? He's a, he's guy? like a, he's yeah. a little bit not as a fat guy, but he's probably a little bit like Road Dog's one of those guys who gained weight and he you should guys be have skinny. The same hey, Mark Henry's speech yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, I've heard. He I made me cry. I cried. He brought about Owen, right? Yeah, I cried. I'm excited him. about. That. Yeah, he apparently looked right in the camera and, and begged. Martha he asked the to camera let... to zoom in. He was like, "Please, yeah, it's that's his, his boy. Right. That's his guy." I would say, yeah, give him, let Mark Henry be the GM. What if like uh, he he does. Uh, he has he has own hearts. Uh, widow, come on and deliver. Then all of a sudden, Mark comes out like holds her hand, but then he does the Cena retirement thing, repower slam. <laughs> I got a lot more left in the tank. That'd be great. How about Steve Bannon for uh, Raw? Steve Jim? Bannon would be an amazing. He's Raw out of Jim. work and he's a good promo. Steve Bannon Raw. Uh, what would be more offensive to black people? Steve Bannon or Hulk Hogan? This is as three white guys are talking about this right now. But what Bannon. would be? Uh, if there's any if there's any black guys who actually listen to this podcast, I think there's maybe hopefully there's more than one, and yeah. it's not just an alt fucking right uh, listenership. But tweet at me who would be more <laughs> offensive to listen, like Steve Bannon or Hulk Hogan? Yeah, and explain why. And explain why Bannon would be. A, what if Bannon ran the Divas search? And then they're selling like multiple vests at as merch. I feel like Bannon never left, and it's just. Uh, he just put on a wig and became Hope Hicks. So, yeah. <laughs> um, number number seven, which women's title match are you more excited for? Uh, Charlotte Oscar. Andrew, I uh, bet you're going to say Alexa. I'll Nia say, I'll give you the reason. I mean, Charlotte. I mean, uh, Alexa Bliss and Nia is fun only because they've actually told a story with teeth. Yeah, yeah they, I agree never, with that. they never tell an actual story in the women's division, and it drives me crazy. And so this one, with the bullying and the body shaming and the body positivity, all that stuff, that's like, at least I could like sink my teeth into that story. I get why they have sort of, you know, it's not a manufactured beef, whereas like Charlotte Asuka, Asuka won a match that granted her the right to face Charlotte. And then they have to manufacture their heat, whereas there's heat, you know, they Alexa made... Giant Naya cry. <laughs> yeah, but I, because you heard you call her Giant Naya. When I say looking forward, I, I agree that the uh, the Naya Jax uh, match it's been built better. But I think as a match, I, I think it could possibly be a squash match, and if not, it's going to last six, seven minutes. But Alexa's is so good. How do you take the title off her? I don't think you do. I think that maybe they do a DQ. Right. And I mean, either Naya, way, Naya goes to Dairy Queen. <laughs> what in the hell? I, I'm in the storyline, guys. <laughs> I'm living the truth. But I think I, mean, I, I think just, Oscar Charlotte. My, here's was my gen reaction. Two of the best female wrestlers the, in the world. I had the fattest reaction. That it goes. Oh man, I wish there was Dare Queens here, <laughs> yeah. here in East Village. There's one on 14th Street. <laughs> oh, oh, there is. Isn't yeah, there? Buddy. Maybe I'll go right there off today. Union Square. I'll go there today. <laughs> 
Number eight, NXT TakeOver. What are you guys more excited for? I'm, I'm switching this up a little bit. Uh, NXT TakeOver or Ring of Honor. Ah, oh, man. So I'm actually – I got it all planned tonight. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't send in any avails. I'm going to take some pills. I'm going to write any, my parents any I'm more excited for tonight than tomorrow. I'm fucking using my girlfriend's laptop and my laptop. I'm watching both at the same time. Holy shit. Oh, dude. Can I'm you watch so it on the pumped. New Japan app? I don't have it on New Japan. I have Ring of Honor. Oh, so, so I, I got – I don't have Ring of Honor. I have New Japan. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's nine ninety nine. I mean, dude, pay for it and then cancel it. It's ten bucks to watch a great show. It's it's gonna yeah, be I'm, it's gonna be amazing, and NXT is gonna be amazing too. Yeah, I'm gonna watch them both at the same time and and, and be a little bitch. I'm so excited. I'm the most. I'm most excited for uh, Omega Rhodes, but I think as a whole, NXT will be a better show. I'm married, <laughs> so, you're, <laughs> so you're not and watching. So either. the only way I'm watching either any portions of any of those two shows is at, is like when we get home from dinner tonight. She goes to sleep, and I have, like, as long as I can stay awake, I'll watch probably NXT. Yeah, I'll watch NXT Because I got to tell you, I went, watch I went the to the Cody match tomorrow before me. I went to the Rumble in Philly, and uh, being not a guy who watches too much NXT, going to that show, as you said, Saturday is usually better than Sunday. That show was incredible. It made me a fan of Cien Almas. I always, I so kind of good. thought he was a jabroni, and then I watched him that night, and I was like, "Wow, he can make a lot more money than Del Rio ever could." Yes. Oh yeah, especially if he has uh, what's your name there. Uh, the package deal is the incredible, NS- but I am, I think Cody's the best thing going right now in wrestling, and Dude. so I'm very excited to just watch that match. I, I don't really care about yeah. the, the undercard. Uh, yeah, no, me either. I mean, I mean you got you got a bushy. Um... Adam Page, which is cool for me. I'm like a big New Japan and Ring of Honor fan. Uh, but yeah, I think Ring of Honor has one amazing match. And NXT when did you has have Hangman Page every work? match. You like his work? You like- yeah, I, I, went, I went to the Hammerstein show. He did a backflip off of the. Uh, yeah, he's really good. You know, the thing. He, I think he's. I mean, he's. He's a guy who you watch, and I mean, look, people who know about Adam Page are guys who watch wrestling going, you know, investing their time going, ooh, he's progressing. Like, we watch yeah. it like fucking losers. And so this is, yeah, no, I, I think a he's a guy point. who's going to be huge. He's going to be huge yeah. at some point. No, that's yeah. that, that's a really good point. I, the only, pro- yeah, I'm, I'm definitely watching NXT. I, I don't understand, like, WWE's, WWE's fascination in making every new belt look like candy or a candy apple. Right. The North American title is just like a, it's like a. It, it's a. Who do you think is winning that Rosenberg? match? Rosenberg is a Jace. Yeah. Who's winning that match? I want EC3. I don't want EC3. Yeah, I don't. I mean. I think it's got to be Velveteen Dream. See, but that's what's so cool about this match is literally almost anybody could win and I'd be into it. Right. Velveteen Dream could win. What about Ricochet? EC3 could win. Ricochet could win. I don't think Ricochet's going to win, but. Adam Cole could win. The only reason I would say Ricochet wins. Uh, is because okay, so this is a new title. You're gonna put the title who you want people to be excited about on a heel. I, I think it's kind of weird. I don't know. I, I want a babyface have the title have, first. They're probably gonna have like a Gargano win. They're probably gonna have a Aleister Black win. You think Aleister Black's winning? Mm-hmm. They should have called it something else. North American title is so whack, man. It is kind of whack. And like, also, it was weird when EC3 was like, the best region of the world, North America. You could have right? called it's it a pretty the, big region, Obviously, dude. it's a streaming show, <laughs> so you can't call it the TV title, but like some new version of that, like the streaming title or like the the, the internet title. I don't yeah. know. Something contemporary instead of going back 30 years to when titles were named after regions. Yeah. I, he's yeah, defending. I, he's going to defend it all over the world. I was thinking that too, world. but the streaming title sounds... 
Yeah, sounds lame. Well, the buffering like when, belt. When Zack Ryder had, was the had the the uh, the internet title that he made, that he made, and yeah. the WWE was like, "Yeah, shut that down. It's too cool. It's too cool. We didn't create you." Number nine. What are they going to do with Elias now that The Rock's not going to be at Mania, or is it a swerve and Rock's going to be at Mania? I think Elias wins the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. He's not announced for it, but I think he's in it and will win it. Scott, I think he's got to sing, right? Yeah, he's so over, and his but that, who comes that act? Who is come, so over? Who comes out? Double J, it, baby, and smashes him with a guitar. Hits him with his own guitar. It's actually, I didn't think of that. that right? That's a great. That's think, a great fix. I think, I think that's cool. probably what will happen. It's not it as exciting as The sense. Rock. I think people are. They really are expecting the run. Let me let me jump off your idea and say when they do the lame uh, lineup of the Hall of Fame inductees, he interrupts with his guitar and starts singing. And that then, would be great because that's Jar- always such an awkward moment. And then Jeff Jarrett takes his guitar, smashes them, and the Dudleys mm-hmm. do the you know, and everybody hits their finish because everybody's in pretty good shape. Goldberg could spear them. If you got all of those Hall of Famers, they're all in good shape. World's sure. Strongest Slam. How Goldberg speech? I, uh, I actually so talked about just being a I hero wasn't a WCW the whole time. Guy growing up, he's so. like, I had like a two year run, so <laughs> and I've still found a way you. to bitch about everything. And I'm wearing a motorcycle jacket from a Harley I'm so Davidson store. So fucking over, goddamn Goldberg, man! I was never a Goldberg never, guy, ever, ever a Goldberg guy, because it was like he wasn't as he wasn't as cool as Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he wasn't the monster that Brock Lesnar was. Yeah, so yeah. He to me, Goldberg was a guy who kind of looked like the he guy was I was the WCW with. He version of like Austin. Yeah, he had three. Really cool looking moves and yeah. uh, a great entrance. Number ten, do you, do you? Oh, we already accomplished this, but I said, do you think working at WWE would ruin your love of wrestling? We already, I already talked about it on my end. Scott, you would, you would take it. So, hell yes. I'm trying to, um, a friend of mine just got the job. Okay, what's well, the? Here's and a better I'll, way. And, I, and what I said to him in my, we were texting. I said, just do it for the life experience. Yeah. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't work out. You'll still love wrestling. You'll know a ton more. And, you know, just do it for the life experience. You'll never have a job like that ever again. And that's how I look at it. It's like, I'll never have the occasion to tell Ric Flair to blade in front of me because he has to act like he just got beat up for an on-camera for three seconds. What do you think would be the worst job in wrestling? Fucking Missy Hyatt. (laughs) I love Missy Hyatt. I'm kidding. Um... The worst job in wrestling. I would be Stephanie w- McMahon's assistant. That's got to be tough. Awful. Uh, have you seen it? Have you seen that? She hated me. She didn't enjoy my company. What? what, what have you seen her like uh, treat an assistant? No, but I've, I saw her treat writers and writers' assistants just terribly. What would she do? She's just like passive aggressively terrible. Ugh. I think. I think cleaning the. Um, Oh, well, I'll tell the you cool story. ranch Dorito dust under viscerous folds. <laughs> <laughs> one time <laughs> I got probably be rough. One time I got to uh, we used to take Vince's jet. You know, the, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen anymore. But the writers would show up, and, and so I lived in New York. I now for Vince, it's one of those electric chairs that goes yeah, up. A, it's a jazzy scooter. <laughs> yeah, it's a jazzy so, scooter. Uh, I got to the airport in Connecticut uh, early, and I just sat on the plane. And I, so I'm sitting in the back of an empty plane, waiting for everybody to arrive. Stephanie gets on the plane. And uh, at this point, there were colleagues of mine. Paul Heyman was on the plane, a few people just waiting for Vince. Stephanie gets on, sees me, and she goes, what are you doing on this plane? And I was like, well, I'm a writer. And she's like, you're a writer's assistant. Meanwhile, I was hired as a writer. 
She's like, oh no, she you said, became a writer's goes, assistant. Why are you on this plane? And I said, I'm a writer. I I was assigned to be on this plane. She goes, you're a writer's assistant. Or she said, writer's assistants don't fly on the jet, or something like that. It's been a long time. It's 12 years, but it was some kind of shade in front of all of my colleagues. So when it was you, like, did, where did you go? How did you get to the next city? No, I stayed on, but she was just trying to fucking big dog. Yeah. Fucking evil. She was born on third base, guys. She was born on third base. That's true. Which, um. Alex? What the hell did Alex just say? Third Mike? Alex wants to have sex. Alex just starts to talk about the time he got to third base with someone. (laughs) (laughs) It was 1978. I think think he said, I'd like to get to third base with Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, I got it. I know know Alex very well. Hey, she's a mother. Watch your fucking mouth, Alex. All right, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. By everyone, I mean the four people who've tweeted at me. Ruin a WrestleMania, where you'll both come up with a booking decision to piss everyone off. What would it be? Andrew, you want to go first? Um, recurring theme, I'd make uh, Hulkster come out as Braun Strowman's mystery partner, and they win the titles. <laughs> you think that would piss everybody off? I don't off? think people would get pissed I think people off, would, dude. Yeah, that would go... get a reaction. I think, I think him wrestling, you know, I think that would get a reaction. You think that would piss everybody off? It would piss I think off. You have, off. You have, it's you 2018. Have, Everyone's so fucking woke that, like, dude, no, not in wrestling. Wrestling is the one it's place. The last bastion work. of it's unwokeness. The, it's, the, it's the last place. Yeah, I may have, I may have thought about the question incorrectly. I think like he should maybe Hogan like the first segment he he, he like gives Mark Henry an edible arrangement and be like, sorry, dog, <laughs> sorry, bro. And that's that's and that's how you start out. People would be if he just went, hey. Hey, brother. Sorry to all the brothers. <laughs> if you just said that, people would be up and running. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I mean, honestly, if you want to piss everybody off, just have Daniel Bryan lose clean. Yeah. <laughs> just He just <laughs> can't do it. He just, <laughs> he just they can't. were just better. There's no, you know, issues. They're not, him and Shane aren't <laughs> arguing. It's just like a 10-minute match and just Bryan gets pinned, which could happen. I really think, I think... I think a lot of those guys have an issue with him. I think a lot of those guys are not happy. I'm talking about Vince and, he loses and Triple H. It, I don't think they're happy that he's cleared. I think they're very fucking mad no, about it. It's a lot of money for them. But they're not going to... I mean, they threw him in this match. Nobody really gives a shit like about guys this match. I disagree. I disagree. This is, the only, this is the only story on the WrestleMania card that has been playing out over six months. This is the only story that they have consistently told. I agree. I, I agree. But I think it's also, it's also something that people have hated from its inception. It's gotten so because old. Because nobody knew what Daniel Bryan it's, was going to do. It's been eight so months. It people, started really the August. When people he, when felt he like there was going to be no payoff because yeah. they're like, what's the payoff yeah. if you keep enticing us with Daniel Bryan? But he's not cleared. He's not cleared. Yeah. Now he's cleared. We're going to see him wrestle. People are going to love it. People are going to I hope, love it. I, I, I hope he gets the biggest pop of the night. If he doesn't, I think it's such a, it's an injustice. This is like... It'd be great if he took this is unprotected a huge story. Head, if an un- unprotected chair shot to the head. In the match, oh would piss some people. Off. I, yeah, I, he starts having a seizure middle of the ring. That's how you ruin WrestleMania. I do think here's that, your clearance. <laughs> he, his his ghost joins Connor. Um, My God, the, the, the child. Yeah, the, I will tell you the this. What in the fuck? <laughs> oh, Connor McCallick, Connor. He joins him into heaven. I thought you meant And then Chris Benoit's there, too. (laughs) The dogs are in the garage. Um, I thought you meant Conor McGregor, and I was like, you know what? I could see WrestleMania doing a backstage vignette parodying that. I could see Vince. With with Hornswoggle? Hornswoggle This is what I thought. When, When I initially heard about the McGregor thing flipping out, 
I was like, this was. It's a, it's until a until angle. I realized it was legitimately people got hurt and glass was broken. But he broken still did it like a wrestling angle. Yeah, he did because you know he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. But I really thought I was like, I really thought a deal was made where Dana White spoiled the main event of WrestleMania on ESPN. He said Brock, yes, Brock Lesnar is coming back to the UFC. He spoiled the main event at WrestleMania, and I thought it was a deal where it was like, all right, well, I I I feel like McGregor is a guy who would do business with the WWE. They don't have the money. They don't have the money to See, pay I thought it was – at first when I heard it, I was like, he's showing up on Sunday. And this is some weird deal they've made where it's like, yeah. Now I hear Dana White's going to be at Mania. I would fucking ban him. You you spoiled the main event at WrestleMania. Everybody knew you that that was going to – Everybody knows Reigns is going over though. Yeah. That's why you can't fin- – well, yeah, that's why wait, you can't end the show on Will him. the fans boo that match? Yes. Yeah. It's the gonna, way it's they gonna booed be, Goldberg. Well, they can't. Brock? They can't because it's a bigger arena. The sound just doesn't work that way. That's what I – yeah, that's yeah. what I was but thinking. But yeah, people will – And more there's boos. enough kids in there that love Roman yeah. Reigns. It, it's too big there's of an arena for anything to – What kids love Roman Reigns? He doesn't have Cena. All of the kids love Roman Reigns. Oh, man, that little kid who – He's a superhero. warrior thing last night. He had the speech of the night. This little boy. And he said – he's like, Roman Reigns is my favorite wrestler. Yeah. And everyone booed because people are fucking monsters, <laughs> right? And he's getting yeah. those. But this kid is so funny. He was like, "All right, come on, people, come on." He's still my guy. Like the, yeah. the kid killed it. Every kid loves him. He's a superhero. He's got a chest protector with a fucking insignia on yeah. his chest. Like it's it's on the nose. Yeah. They're building a superhero, <laughs> he's and he's want... not the worst. If he was a heel, no, he'd he... be one of the best guys in no, the world. No, that's company. why you bring him with Heyman. He's a he's a who'd be a great yeah. heel. And they've taken the training wheels off. They let him cut promos in his like Southern Florida style, like y'alls and Uso. You know. Right. Being, yeah. being like an Uso. No, he's had some really good promos. Yeah, he's been great. I think matches. he's been great this year. They put him with the shield to make him look cooler this year. They've done everything they could do. And then the whole storyline with Brock was, yo, I'm the guy who's here. You're the fucking guy who's never here, like getting on the but fans' Cena's good side. But kind of did that with True. The Rock, too. And they only have one yeah, thing. Right and and, and, and the, the, the whole segment of him being banned and going to Vince's, that was Terrible. That Brock's was Vince's boy. It's like, I, Sorry, but you're retarded. also his boy. Try not to say that word anymore. What word? Uh, the oh, R word. Oh, retarded? <laughs> yeah. But we're talking about wrestling, Yeah, Dan. exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you guys have this and if you don't, what would your gimmick be if you were a wrestler? Oh, dude. Give I me mean, a corner. You're the butcher, man. Not the butcher. No. But no, it, he's the guy I am who... the actual butcher. I want to be something fake now. Uh, <laughs> hmm. You wear the big smock. The butcher, like but he Wyatt. works better hours? Dude, I think Val Venus's gimmick it's fucking cool, like and in the co- like when you take it, like at the bar after the show. Like if you're thinking in terms of that, it's like you're the porn star guy, right? That's fucking cool. I'd probably do something like that. Something that gave the illusion of of me packing heat, you know. That would be my gimmick. You're Irish, so it's probably a mediocre dick. At best. No, I got, I got a regular dick. Yeah, me you know? too. Improv, and, uh, comic. <laughs> improv <laughs> comic. Me too. <laughs> I think uh, I think I seriously I think my, my gimmick would just be like guy who had who who just slangs dick. <laughs> yeah, my my gimmick would be improv comic, <laughs> open micer. No, you're a total heel. I'll tell you that uh, growing <laughs> up, I had two older brothers, and uh, we are Jewish, and uh, we as a threesome wanted to be the Maccabees. Wow, what are the Mac- who are the Mac- Monica? They're the <sighs> Judah Maccabee, and it, you know, and they had the sword and the shield, and yeah. They, yeah. Wait, we, I don't know these people. We want it to be the Maccabees. I don't know who Maccabees are. You know, it's yeah, Jews. Part, they're they're Jews. Jews. They're Jews. No, I mean, they're, they're, they're like very they, famous that, Jews. That's probably why uh, some of the people didn't like you at WWE. It's just they're like, Goldstein? 
Look, my yeah, I mean, uh, it was very Jewish. My name, so uh, Michael. You know, the first day you like, you like spill matzah as you're walking into the room. No, but I'll tell you, my first day, I walked in. I started the same day as Ranjan Singh, who's still with the company. You know, he it's Dave Kapoor, but Ranjan Singh on camera when he was with Great Kali. And Michael Hayes took one look at us as the new writers, and he goes, Harold and Kumar, and he called <laughs> he called Dave Kapoor Kumar for months. You're going to have to talk in an Asian accent to make this joke work. Well, if it isn't Harold and fucking Kumar. I'll make money for this guy. But we were the Maccabees, man. Look it up. Yeah, when I was backyard wrestle, uh, as a kid, I was the the scat man. And I came you out, are Scatman Carruthers? I, I came out to the song. From the Shining? That's the word. When I was backyard wrestling, I was MC Scat Cat from the Paul Abdul video. You can combine two <laughs> lame things, backyard wrestling and scatting. I was the Scatman, dude. And jazz. Yeah. All right, guys. I used to hit people with the with my trumpet. <laughs> I, I was I was horrible. I was like the fig. That was my wrestling name. The fig. Yeah, and I wore like like leopard. You're just, just asking. You're yeah, just like, asking. Just an excuse to, to eat fig newtons while you wrestled with your friends. You're just asking people to write a sign where they change the I to an A. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was it was like what uh, a real immature shit, guys. Um. Anyway, thank you for being on the podcast. This was amazing. Thank what do you. you What do you guys want to promote? Uh, at Ange Gold on Twitter, A-N-G-E-G-O-L-D. Check out Open Late with Peter Rosenberg uh, starting Thursday nights at twelve p- uh, 10 p.m. on Complex's YouTube. And I have my own podcast here at the Showbriz uh, Studios called Sorry, I've Been So Busy uh, with Matt Golich, who's a monologue writer on uh, Seth, Seth Myers. Myers. And we Break have a live out. show tomorrow, part of the NYC Podcast. We're interviewing Sarah Haynes, 1 p.m. at the Abrams Art Center. Awesome. Check it Hell out. Yeah. Scotty Chaps. Scott Chaplin. Scott underscore. Chaplin uh, on Instagram and I mean yeah just Instagram I don't fucking tweet um, and I, when does this come out tonight? Do come out today? All right yeah I'm at a New York Comedy Club Monday night on the nine o'clock show. All right awesome. Come You'd out. be the chaplain. You'd be a military chaplain. You yeah, deliver didn't, left rights to for people. Devon, though. Remember True. that? No it did not work for Devon. Um, rate and subscribe to this podcast. Please tell your friends about it. Check it out. I'll probably be going on tour again in August when my new album is going to come out. Check out all the shows on Showbiz Studios. Check out all the shows on All Things Comedy. And uh, check out Running Late with Scott Rogowski. There's another live show that's going to come up in the next couple of weeks. Alex, who's uh, helping us produce here, is is uh, a part of that. So thank you, guys, and uh, good night and good luck. Bye. <laughs>